After 20 years, nobody likes sitting next to the Rebbe. I don't know what it is. I haven't I'm hit anybody yet. You're still, still traumatized. You're still traumatized. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Welcome back. Hope everybody had a uh, very restful and uh, learned Ben Asmanim. I'm sure you were chazering, uh, but I don't know which year you were chazering. So in case you weren't holding this sugya, we'll just recap for two minutes where we left off right before Yom Kippur. And for those of you who just joined us, uh, we started the sugya of Chol Vistrom, Chol Vakum, Chol Companies, which we're going to be on for a couple of weeks. We're going to move on from there to cheese, which is part of the sugya, and then to butter, and then to cottage cheese, sour cream, and all sorts of other... Um, for those of you who are lactate intolerant, just learn Lushma. <laughs> One guy said, I don't get into these shilas. I was very impressed with him. He said, I'm allergic to it. So it's irrelevant. It's still an interesting sugya. And Ramesha's main thrust, which we saw during the Seris Mechuva, was that, in his opinion, there's a strong Anansadi. Anansadi means there's no edus, but there's circumstantial evidence. It's a rough translation of Anansadi. That tells us that no company in their right mind would want to cheat and put in Chaza milk because the government's going to find them. And even though in follow-up chuvas. And all the people wrote in, they said the fine is only $20, and it's only this, only that. And Moshe says it doesn't make a difference. It's still a fine. It's bad PR. Good event, here, Avram. Uh, it's good we've got people in upstate New York learning. You can hear me? Okay. Welcome. Um, so, Ramesha felt that it wasn't just the fine. It was the combination of the fine, the mirrors of getting caught with the negative PR, the fact that the competitors will hopefully jump on any blemish that they have and try to shut them down. And therefore, it's not worth it for them to cheat to put in a little chaza milk. Uh, the, there are a number of built-in questions over here, which Ramesha deals with in subsequent chuvas. One of them is the fact that they collect from many small farms, and the government inspection is not at the lowest level necessarily. And the small farmer who has really nothing to lose might sprinkle in a little bit. Why isn't that part of the xaver? Ramesha has an interesting chiddish that really only starts from the point of sale and not what went in before. He has a, has a number of ranges in Chedushim to defend the original position, but he doesn't back off from the original position. There are different versions of who should be Machmer, which we'll get to tonight, but Ramesha still held until he was very old. He was writing a number of chuvas over the years. He still held that Maker Adin, it's Mutter, not because of the Prichadosh, which I didn't show you inside yet, Bichadash held that if uh, no one's into milking these things, the whole thing's mutter anyway. Not that he says, even if you don't hold the Bichadash, which most Achorim didn't hold like he held, that even those arguing the Bichadash would agree that with the Anansadi and the Mirsis of these companies, it's not worth it for them, and therefore we know there's only cow's milk in there. Uh, you that you were discussing, uh, you started asking me about the issue with the, or the camel's milk here, uh, yeah, that's coming very in style. Uh, somebody just wrote a nice article on it. We'll be uh, quoting some of the statistics from there. But they're, they're, uh, the novelty item is camel's milk. Um, everybody's got to keep on jumping from one gashmis to the other. We spoke tonight before Marev about the, uh, the Yisra. I saw you were laughing when we were there. They're making all sorts over the years, beefalos and tangelos and all that. The food we have on earth is not enough for the people who are into the gashmis. They're constantly inventing new foods because we don't have enough to eat. Uh, so, so look, everybody needs a pun also and it makes money. And um, the people who are selling the camel's milk, like, they're doing this for the health and prosperity of the Americans and they want people to be, it's to make money and you can't blame them and make a pun also. And it's definitely a novelty item. 
uh, it's more expensive than cow's milk, and that's an important akuda for this sugya because they're not going to put in something more expensive. I was in um, Rabbi Kamel Shul for um, the first days. And he didn't even hear the camel, what? No, he said yeah. that uh, if he's not mistaken, he has to research it, but he thinks it's much more expensive. Oh, it's definitely more expensive. Any novelty item is going to be more expensive. Well, we could put, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not mis- not mistaken, unless they have some leftover, they couldn't sell. There are I don't know, a few thousand camels, and uh, I think that's a 5,000, whatever. There are millions and millions and millions of cows. Uh, so it's, it's going to be cheaper, no matter, and no matter how you uh, end up doing it. Um, but again, Ramesha held Mikra at dinner, was okay. I mentioned, uh, did, I, did I speak about the fiasco at the beach nut? I think I, I made reference to it. So the chuvas were written, the last chuva was written over 26 years ago, obviously. By definition, not exactly what year. Ramesh is not really not with us for uh, 26, 27 years, something like that. Um, is it 30 already? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. Almost 30. So, one could argue, as we mentioned, that corporate America has gotten more corrupt and more crooked, and we have seen Milano Gogol Mibishna and Milano Gogol, what was the first uh, fiasco before, uh, before the recession? The, the, the biggest. Uh, one, they caught them cheating and they thought to put them out of business. What? What? Enron. Enron, yeah. What was after Enron? There's so many I forgot already. Welcome. Right. Welcome. Welcome. Okay, okay. So, you know, reading these truths, you would think, like, uh, why the Mirsis? Why, why would they cheat? So that's a good question. People were amazed. People were appalled. How can somebody so big do something so dumb? The answer is when you're doing it and you're getting away with it until you get caught, it's not that doesn't look that dumb because you're. Uh, Make a lot of money, uh, but it was still jarring for for corporate America because they and we had a number of them since then, and either nobody knew what was going on in the forties and fifties and sixties and seventies, or it wasn't going on, or blend the bull. But chances are it wasn't going on as much. It was going on at all. Just people were more more honest or felt compelled to look more honest, to deal more honestly, whether innately they were honest or not. Who knows? But it's a different world, and many want to claim that uh, therefore that puts the the heter into jeopardy. The argument against that argument is that there still needs to be an incentive to put a chazam milk. So, okay, people are less honest. Maniyah, they're less honest, and corporate America is less honest, everybody's less honest. But there's still got to be an incentive. I assume the executive Enron were making a lot of money doing what they were doing until they were caught. Ramesha's part of this issue is that there's not really an incentive. So that's Ramesha's argument. Um, I want to show you one small chuva. He has many chuvas following up on this. And then one quote from Moshe quoted by Rabbi Forrest in his uh, Sefer on Kashras. Uh, take a look at page one. You have Agus Moshe. What does it say about chuva? The difference is, yes, any hashkacha, when, when the OU assesses a schedule for hashkachas, every company, there's no set rule. There are guidelines for industries. But every company has to be assessed based on what we think is going on, what we think the Mirsis is, where they're located, who's running it. Many things went into this. Uh, I, I set up inspection schedules. It was uh, somebody had to decide. So there was a team of four of us who actually set up the system initially. And sometimes within an industry, I'll give a guy uh, twice, three times a month. Staggered. Don't want them to know when you're coming. Uh, and another guy in the same industry will have once a month. It'll cost them less. And if they find out, they'll say, Rabbi, I uh, hear that uh, my competitor down the box is paying half price. And my answer is, yeah, because I can trust them. I didn't say it like that. 
nervous, but uh, <laughs> depends on, you got to know who you're dealing with. I, I am more nervous about a mom-and-pop operation in a suburb of Dallas, Texas, that when they run out of ketchup, they're going to go down the block and buy some Mexican version of it from across the border uh, than I am a Procter & Gamble who has a system on computer, and if you wanted to gum up the works... You'd have to, like, bribe 100 people and change the computer records. And <laughs> it's more difficult. It can be done. Oh, right, and run. Did it, but... So the answer is, no, the answer is by regular kashrus, you have to look at what's going to create a mirror. By Chalvi Shrel, Ramesha, not going with the Pichadosh, holds it to low plug. Ramesha admits it to low plug. And there has to, it's not just Ashkocha. There has to be a real mirror. Those who argue on Ramosha will hold even a more of a low plug, like the Psalm Seraph we're going to get to. And they hold low plug means no exceptions. You need Mamish Edus. There has to be not Apishnai Medimilkadover, but you need a Yid watching it. And all the Anansadis, the circumstantial evidence, and mirror and fines, and all the things you put together are not going to do anything if it's a low plug. So Ramosha is in between the Pichadish and the Psalm Seraph. He holds it's a low plug enough that you can't just say we don't need any. Any svar, Pichadr says, they're not looking at these things, everything's mutter. And there are some agree with that, most disagree. Ramesh's Chiddush is in between. He said, no, I'm only saying in America, because in America, the Pikuch is there, it's just by the government. So that is Pikuch. And those who hold the low plug hold no. The, the design of the Tarkana was you need Jewish Pikuch. Those are going to be the three, the three levels. Uh, but before, before we get to the Psalm Sefer, we're not going to get there tonight, I want to show you one small paragraph from the Tshuva, Simon Lamed Hay. Um, there are various versions, and probably as time went on, the Chal became more available, so Amosha's Lashon probably got a little more machmer, because as it was more available, remember, Amosha started writing the truth when everybody was drinking Chal And he was sort of being Miyasha the Minig, and sometimes he Miyasha the Minig, and it's a flimsy cool law, and my shoulders wasn't flimsy, he held it was really mutter up then. But he said, a Nefesh, be machmer. So most people say, no, Baal Nefesh, I'm not a Baal Nefesh. When I get to be a Baal Nefesh, you'll know. Baal Nefesh is one phrase, but there are different Lashonists, and it makes a difference which. Uh, phraseology you uh, you use. Take a look. Vadavra Khalva companies. Shabidina Sana Shabiati Besavikas Mesha Simon Zayam Khilde Shalaki is a khalov shakova akamenyasoreu. Make it mutov Mikamaka Minha Roy, Labala, Nefesh Lahmer. Shemitam Zevada Roy. This is unbelievable. This is Ramesha who's the Megal. Yeshiva had asked the Mashaiva. Should they spend the extra money? Now there's not a huge differential, but it used to be the less chalvis oil available, the more expensive it's going to be. And out of town, it's still true. And there was a differential, and yeshivas are always on a shoestring switching budget, and every penny counts, especially in Tavshim Lamed. And they asked them, should they go out of the way and stretch themselves and order chalvis oil? You would expect, Ramesh would say, no, make it in mutter, Mamad Ekdish, yeshiva, I can't afford it. Ramesh says the exact opposite. He says, the ones where they actually have a Jew watching it, real Chol Ma'at, Even if it's a little more expensive. The question is what Ramesha meant by a little more expensive? Okay, so you have to know what the differential is. It was not a lot more, even just a little more. I once spoke to Reuben about it. He said it was a few pennies more. But I don't know how many, how much the penny was worth. I don't know what year it was. A few pennies could be today a differential of 60, 70 cents. I, you have to know percentage-wise what it was, but b'yeker ma'at she'ashivas elas sach gadol. Well, Amaisa, you have five hundred tamidin, a couple of more pennies each bottle. It adds up. The meshach hashana throughout the year. V'amatzah she'ashivas dochet b'shana melu. 
Shabashvil Zemakilim Bez Yeshivas, and there were Yeshivas, no Yeshivas now, so Cholstam in town, but there were Yeshivas, plenty of Yeshivas then who did. Mikomakan, ready for this, Kedai Lahachmir, Sramesha, who's the Makal on the Sugya? He says, you should spend the extra money that you don't have, unless the Rabbim aren't going to get paid, but he says, you should try to figure it out. Kedai Lahachmir, Kigam Zehu Minyone Chinuch, fascinating idea. He says, part of Chinuch is teaching the kids that to be Machmir is such a good Indian, you should stretch your penny. Pennies, dollars, and try to take the high road. You would never have gotten this impression of the first shuva where he said, Bali Nefesh, Bali Nefesh, and not third graders. So Amosha says, yeah, but if you want your cheder kids to turn out to be very chosh of Eilach you've got to teach them a serious nefesh. It's fascinating. I never would have, if you, I'm used to this because I know the shuva, but if you would have read the first shuva and then asked somebody, what would Amosha say about the yeshiva spending extra money? It was absolutely not. Ramesha is the one who says, look, why should she spend extra money? So Ramesha says, that's chinuch, it's important for them to see that you're taking the high road. Yeah? That's exactly what he's saying, but that's when you're spending. You were never, you were never, you were never the executive director of Yeshiva, although I think you know somebody who does this type of work. Okay. I think you know somebody... Who was at the end of the day when you have a lot of red ink all over the place? You're supposed to cater to the top. So there are certain people that are machmers, so you have to make sure that. No, 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 no. I, I thought you had something else. That's not what he's saying. That's a different for That's not a bad sparrow. That's not what he's saying. You're saying there are 20 kids in the class, two might be very machmer. That's not what he's saying. He's not then they say, buy it off for those who are machmer and machmer. He's no, saying no. He's saying no, you should teach it the right way. All of them, not just to the top. You should teach all the Talmudim to go. That, that's different than, than your story. Yeah. So if you're saying that he's telling the yeshiva, so family should be One could say, I, I, it's a fascinating story, because one could say, well, chiluk begins at home, like you're saying. The chiluk you can make is that the yeshivas here are trying to get a point. You know, parents have a fallacy. They always, uh, I sometimes hear from parents, like, uh, it's not my problem. That's why I pay tuition. That's a krum b'hashkafa, to say the least. Uh, if you're not a chanath at home, the yeshiva is not going to accomplish diddly. But, lamaisa, um, the child, in the child's mind, and unfortunately in many parents' mind, the yeshiva is the icon of setting the standard for what Yiddish guys supposed to look like. So, Amisha says, if you're not doing it there, you're not going to be setting a very good example. It should be both. But then, then who's being mekel? <laughs> Only a single guy doesn't have a family who's out of the house, like... So that would be a little funny. I, I, hear, I hear the point. And, and the point, I think I should agree. If parents are trying to, you know, I, I, I struggle with the, the following. I, I get a lot of shots about Chalavi Solom, Chalavakum. And as you've heard from me thus far, and you'll hear more of it, I always tell people Judaism is all or nothing when it comes to a din. When it comes to a it's not all or nothing. If you want to keep kosher in the house, <laughs> you want to keep Chalavi Solom in the house, and uh, when you go to Hershey, Pennsylvania, you can't be Mizgabra and the Yitzhahara because you're surrounded by Hershey chocolate bars. No, no. If that's your big kulo. And there are people who do that. They go on vacation, not just the Hershey's. That's when they eat chal stop. Okay, better than nothing. The problem is, the value of the chinuch lesson of going to Hershey, Pennsylvania and saying, we're so machshiv this here, we're not even going to eat a Hershey bar, is so powerful in chinuch, it's a pity it's being lost. So whenever I tell people that, I tell them it's better than nothing, but I agree with you. It's an opportunity in Chinuch that's being lost. Because at the end of the day, the only thing we can, in this very Magushim Dick America that we live in, the only thing we can give our kids 
They're not going to be... I had a Rebbe in Yisrael when I was moving back to America. He was a Tzadik and He was not from this world. I, I think he was one of the Lama Dovniks. And he told me, I thought when he said it, he didn't realize he was talking to an American Bokhar. He said, do me a favor, when you go back to the States, just do me a favor, just don't get into don't get ice cream and all these things. You don't need that. Here's a man who never ate ketchup in his life. I once asked him, why don't you eat ketchup? So he said, eat ketchup. It's he said, it's all Russian. He said, if it's healthy, then I'll leave it out the ketchup. I need it to taste better. And if it's not edible, then maybe I shouldn't be eating it. But what do you need ketchup for? That's like, so he's an American, by the way. Born and raised in Chicago. Um, we don't, you know, we, it's hard for us to deal with that. But his point is, I don't know if he meant ice cream, but doctor, his point is, there has to be a way, we have so much gashmi, there has to be a way to hold it somewhat in check. And nowadays, unlike even 30 years ago, there's so much nash available in Chalf Yisrael. The people say, yeah, you don't know what Hakadas tastes like, and, uh, you know, this, that, uh, okay. <laughs> you know? So, I don't think, uh, the message we're sending our kids is lacking. Is that, that, that this is going to be our big mysterious nefesh, we can't have Hagandas? So I agree with you. But Lamaisa, when people ask me, they tell me, we accept this, we're afraid of what's, what are we going to do beyond Hadid in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I tell them, you should be baked in Hershey, Pennsylvania. That, that's where it comes to, or on vacation, or whatever cool is you built in, as Lamaisa, Lamaisa holds it's a, it's a chumma. But this is very powerful. He says, this is Inyan Achinuch. This shuv was written in Tav Shen Lama. Would he have Paschen this way? 76 is... Uh, in the 50s, 50s, I don't know how available it was. And she was even struggling more in the 50s. So I, I don't think our Moshe said, if you have to close down the yeshiva and not pay the rabbi my time, you should have called Yisrael. He's talking about, you know, it's, uh, the budget's tough and you're going to be a little tougher, but it's an important kind of point. That's the, uh, that's the issue here. But uh, it, it's amazing that Ramesha himself is saying this. Ah, first one line. Ah, shubi yokam ah, sheshiva's only the sa'a gola, mesha shana, matzah, sheshiva's dochot, b'shan melum. Which is made this will learn from this. They'll learn that a shail of any yisurim, even the chazal. Remember, we started. Chazal made this gezera. Even if they put in chazal, it's going to be bottle. They made this gazera al Samir system for who knows one one hundredth of a thing that was in the bottle. You still stay away. So it will teach, it will leave an indelible impression that you have to recoil in horror at any chashash of an iser. Chalotaz yeshivas harayu gedei lachanech dar neman l'ashem l'tarasa. This is a great hashkafa uh, tshuva. Forget the halachic part. It's the whole purpose of yeshiva is to give them this year shemayim. Menyan echinuch en l'tzantzam. And you don't save money when it comes to chinuch. Mekaymets or chaykes, but way out of town, she ain't sham. Companies, Michal Yisrael, Ra'eo, there's nothing, there's no real Chal Yisrael, who does Rakashim, but Lahasik Chal Yisrael, Ra'eo, Bishasak Leva, after Yechidim, Einlam, Lachmer, then you could be Mako. Again, most large metropolitan areas, it's readily available in out of town places, they're Taka Mako because uh, some places are out of town, you still, can't, uh, you still can't get it. The third version of Lushan, go, go around to page two. He has a copy of a letter from Amesha to Avram Weinfeld, who lived in Muncie, by the way. Very possible, basic. Um, see the body of the letter. This lashon is very different. The good for us to be mekel. Many people are mekel because of the dechik, which is simply not true in Muncie or Brooklyn or Lakewood. 
בהרבה מקיימס. אבל מקום שאפשר להעסיק אף שאלה בקצת טרחה יסר, אף ביקר מעט. אני רואה, גרגע לסטאשל סטור, אבל מאוד ספנסיב, חלב שישראל, אין מן הרוי, אני אראה לזה בעל נפש, זה מה שטרונג הלושן. אין, זה לילה דייט. actually it wasn't, it's Tushin, no the other day, that's odd. Yeah, that's interesting. Tushin Tezayin, way earlier. Amen aroi lohoka bezer v'tzrichem lahasei chalov sh'yisrael. Now, this is, and there are many variations of Lashon, it's in between, but this is the strongest. Amen aroi lohoka v'tzrichem lahasei chalov sh'yisrael. That's a very different Lashon than the original Tshuva. Again, Amesha still stood behind his Hector, but... It's certainly, uh, if it's readily available, what is the differential, by the way? Anybody care to admit? What's the differential between a gallon of Chalvi Sol and a gallon of, uh, I don't know what the leading brand is. Is there a huge differential? Double. Costco is $3. Costco is not a riot. I mean, I mean, it could be a riot, but it's... It's not so much to get the other side. Oh, we get to, we get to the other products of the next few no, weeks. Like a, oh, you mean once you buy chocolate bars? You mean? Yeah, no, no, okay, no, first no, of all, the dollar store, the dollar store, this thing is not yet. Yeah, the grocery store, the Are you talking about milk or milk products? I'm talking about a bottle of milk. Uh, bottle of milk. How much? How much is available? Bottle of milk. You're telling me it's double. Double of what? I, I don't go shopping much. The regular bottles we have are half gallons? Okay, but the half gallon is how much? Is also double? Two sixty nine for a half half a gallon. And the whole stand is? Where he stands That's not double. Okay, I'm not talking about both. Most people buy the half gallon, right? Okay, so cheeses, we're going to, cheeses is a whole separate sugar, we will get the cheese, and um, we will be having, a, we're having, at the end of the year, we're going to have a full breakfast spread with all the, with all the samples. Um, okay, now, let me just introduce, we don't, you have the Chassam Sefer in front of you, let's just start it, we have, we have a couple of minutes. Gzeir is Chal of God, you see page one of Chassam Sefer? I'm picking the Chassam Sefer as one of many who says that he's the earliest. Sam Sefer drives home a very strong point. He holds it's a low plug in the absolute sense. You can have a million rayas that there's no chazamuk in here. It's a low plug. And um, he's talking about an interesting scenario what's going on in his time. Nidun mashanayigin shama filu hakshayim yisrael. Even good Jews. Shnezharin mecholov shulchov onofri. They're very makbed on cholov yisrael. They have to be. Before cholov accompanied, before America, were, besides the pichadosh, which most of them didn't hold like, there was no cholov accompanies. Now Ramesh created a third category that only applies, I can't overemphasize this, if you go on a tour in Russia or in backlands in Europe or, or Africa or whatever, Ramesh says it doesn't apply. It's based on a very civilized country with a strong central government that actually cares what's going on with fines and inspectors. That applies in America, Canada, maybe England. You've got you to gotta be careful. You can't, and people just, they grow up in Khalistan and they go all over the world and they start drinking Khalistan. That's clearly not Mudzer. Um, but in time of Islam Sefer, they had no Cholva companies because no one was civilized. I mean, they had governments, but they weren't uh, the same Pikuach. So he said, that he noticed a very strange thing. They had Jews who had never touched Cholva Akum. This is Treyf Medel Bond. They come and come, Pashtun Lehem, Leheter Gomer, Lechol Paz, Shani Lushem Cholva. A very strange thing going on. They're buying milk and bread. 
Now keep in mind, mochka bread is also for a different reason, but he's not getting into that now. And that is, you can't have mochka bread as a separate gazera, you might end up putting a hamburger on it. Unless it's very nicker and has a simon on it, not on the package, special shape, or you make just a small amount that can be eaten in one meal, it's not going to lay around. But bakery should not be selling mochka bread. Uh, pastries that Taka make, he says pass. Could be his pass, but kiss them, but he, he says, says pass. Uh, it, could, it could be. Um, I told you in Mysa once, there was once a, a prominent, I don't know what they were thinking, but they, they changed the policy, um, that had a regular national brand of um, loaf of white bread or, or whatever it was, you know, spongy type uh, national brands, um, and uh, the soft bread, sliced bread. At Mofix, and they um, there was nothing thicker. It looked like a regular thing of sliced bread. Could not only difference. I know this Misa because I remember once we had it. It's gone back a long time ago, and uh, my father uh, took a sizzling hamburger, and we ran a hamburger mons and put it between these two things. And he's about to wash. My mother walked in and screamed. <laughs> he like dropped the whole thing on the floor. So what's the problem? He said, yeah, I think there's a milk, and my father was, uh, he called the company, and he got, they got a lot of complaints, said, I think they stopped it. It was a recognized agency, it was not the OU, I, I don't know exactly. So they, they tied it, oh, we put it on the package, it's just a favorish. Yeah, I'm saying favorish, putting it on the package, it has to be nicker on the bread itself, even a special shape, or, so I think they stopped doing that. Um, the OU was still, I don't know if they're still doing it now, but the OU was, um, was giving on Thomas's English muffin, and it had an OUD, and, um, the secret behind it, oh, just between us, okay, got that, Avram? Well, nobody upstate. Uh, is that the, they put an OUD, the OUD is very machmer, putting an OUD, it's, the milkshake's in there is just bottle. It's close. So they put an OUD because they didn't want to take a chance the company one day is going to put a little more and they didn't want to, but milkshake bread is not. It's not really dairy. And that's why they will make all, one of the reasons they will make all to put on the, uh, on the package that's not a bad svar, but the, if you're already doing it because they might change it, so then it's strange. The second svar is that it has a special shape. Everybody knows Thomas's English muffins are an icon of American breakfast, and therefore I never under, I had many arguments in the office about it. I never understood that svar at all, because I said, I'm, Thomas's English muffin might be an icon of American breakfast. It's not the icon of a milchig American breakfast. How in the world do so know the people in the carriage in Boston? I don't know what they have in the package there. Uh, I don't remember anymore. But uh, nobody, nobody knows. From people, found out it's milkshakes. I, I like the first half better. But it's not really milkshakes. So, the Sabbath is going to deal with that at the end. It's also that milkshake of bread. But right now, he's worried about how that milkshake of bread. They're putting a chal of stam. And these people will never drink chal of akum. Not chal of stam, chal of akum. So, he's going to start discussing the chubu. What are they thinking? They wouldn't drink a glass of it, and they're putting it in the bread that they're drinking. What, what are they thinking? That's the Shailu and Mesa Shem tomorrow. We will pick it up. Why? The bread never had a shkafel. It's probably still okay. They're putting in vitamins and stuff, but they're probably... Yeah.